everybody. There we go. It's Dirty Thursday. The other half of the Bull Ring Boys, Chad Hoff in the studio, along with NLRA late model race car driver Brody Trofkruben. He brought his dad along too. Rod's in the studio. We're going to talk racing. Show today brought to you by Thunder Rays Auto Repair, new auto repair shop at Grand Forks. Thunder Rays Auto Repair, and they do it all. General auto repair, oil changes and maintenance, brakes and suspension, fuel and ignition diagnostics, engine and tranny work. Thunder Rays, they love working on hot rods and muscle cars. Probably the best. And you're not going to drop dead when you get the bill either. Call or schedule an appointment online. 701-757-0287 or go to thunderrays.com or check out Thunder Rays Auto Repair on Facebook. They get a big parts and swap meet coming up May 22nd from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. 10 bucks if you want to get a spot saved for you. And there's going to be food trucks too. All at Thunder Rays Auto. Put that date on the calendar, May 22nd. Thunder Rays Auto, 2315 North Washington Street in Grand Forks. New auto repair shop in town. Well, if you have any questions for Chad, myself, Rod, or Brody, our phone number 701-213-0863. Well, before we get rolling here, time for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tell Me. Uh, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Um, uh, Chad, by the way, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, I cut down on my drinking, you know. You what? I cut down on my drinking. I don't believe it. I only have one beer before I go to bed now. (laughs) Really? 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 Um, I I went to bed 12 times last night. I like that one. Uh, that one wasn't so bad, was it? I like that one a lot. That was a good one. Yeah, and uh, I like the pink hat. Thanks. And uh, Supporting, we do. We, uh, we have green, blue, and pink. If you guys want to purchase them, right here, Grand mm-hmm. Force There you go. And before we get going, hold on here. What? Oh, what? No. What are you doing? Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> okay, it's Chad's birthday today. <laughs> oh, gosh, you guys. So look at this. That's cool. Chad's birthday. Oh, for heaven's cakes oh, with for the heavens. cupcake. That is awesome. Oh, you guys. Happy birthday, buddy. Hey, thank you so much. This is awesome. What do you want me to do? Go to Chad. Go to, go go to, go to, to Chad. Go to me. Hi, everybody. Oh, oh, hold on. Oh. Hold on. Okay. Take a gun. It's my birthday! <laughs> Look at that! <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how cool is that? All right, you got to blow out your birthday, blow cake, birthday cake. Your candle. This is, oh, heaven's cake did awesome. Mm, how about that? Hey, happy birthday, oh, thank buddy. Thank you, family. Thank yeah. you so much. This is cool. All right. All right. Well, now let's get back down to gra- brass tacks here. Brass tacks. Yeah. All right. Welcome to the show, Rod and Brody <laughs> Uh Let's see here. Brody, how are you, man? Pretty good yourself. Good, good. Um, I really have not talked to you much until I ran into you. Uh, I believe it was at the Legion Club, and it's amazing how much a guy can learn about each other uh, with a few barley pops, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then it I, takes a little go-go juice. Yeah, and yeah. And, and then I tried to call you uh, the other morning to see if you wanted to come on the show, and um, I thought, well, it, I maybe I got the wrong number. So I called, uh, texted Dustin Strand and uh, said, hey, what's, is this the right number? And he goes, well, yeah, but 
He usually doesn't blink till about 9 or 10 a.m. or something like that. He's probably still so in bed. And, <laughs> it's true, he said. Yeah, and uh, by the way, uh, speaking of Dustin Strand, I like you were wearing a Dustin Strand racing shirt today. There you go. What's up with that? Oh, he, uh, you know, it's a, it's a nice sweatshirt for one and two. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, he does a lot for us, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, did he charge you for it? Um, I believe we purchased this a couple years ago. But. Okay. I'm um, just saying, Dustin, if you got any extra laying around. Yeah. Oh, really? You want another free thing? Oh, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Chad's got a burr in his butt because he never gets any free stuff, and I always do. Yeah, free free shirts, free sweatshirts, you know. You know, mm-hmm. start off last year with a free sweatshirt and I'm standing right there I'm like, Oh, that's man, that's cool. I'm down there in the face of everything, talking about everything with everybody in front of the fans and I got nothing. You got nothing. I'm just now I'm birthday boy crabby now. Yeah, well, there's people already wishing you happy <laughs> really? birthday. Uh Tori Martin enjoying the sunshine in Florida. Happy birthday, Chad. How's the hair? <laughs> It's hidden right now. Yeah, John, happy birthday. Daniel, happy birthday. Oh, thank you, guys. Taco thanks, Bravo Racing is watching. Casey, thanks, buddy. Mm-hmm. Awesome. No, I was excited. I, got, I took today off. Uh, uh, we're traveling to Montana after this. I got um, Boy Scouts of America are doing an adult Pinewood Derby contest. Oh. And uh, I got a phone call to go down there and kind of have some fun with it. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul and, got a new toy. Yeah, and a new poker. <laughs> um, and so we're going to head down to Glendale, Montana for this and have some fun Friday night with uh, Boy Scouts of America, oh. a big charity event. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go and uh, have some fun with those guys and then uh, come back here Sunday, which wraps up next week, start Devil's Lake. So race season's upon us. So I'm doing a little tune-up, this little tune-up for me tomorrow oh, there night. There you so go. There you go. Perfect. Going to have a good time. <clears throat> Thanks, everybody, for the birthday wishes. That really means a lot. Thank you so much. Yeah. Do you think we should talk to Brody? Well, you know, he is here. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Hey, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> uh, happy birthday, by the way. Hey, thank you so much. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Brody. Well, I was born and raised in Grand Forks. I'm 22 years old, and uh, um, I went to uh, Century South Middle School and then uh, Red River High School and attending UND. Okay. We won't hold the Red River thing against you, though. <laughs> And you brought the old man with you. How yeah. you doing? I'm pretty sure he loves to refer to the old man. Good job, John. Okay, yeah. you brought yeah. your father with yeah. you. <laughs> and uh, what do you do, Rod? Uh, I've been employed at Rydell Chevrolet for the last 29 years. I'm a wow. service advisor there. Oh, wow. 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 Uh, awesome. Do me a favor when you go back to work. Uh, will, you, will you run into Brian Hill? Oh, yeah. Tell him I said hi. I'll do that. Tell him GFBS said hi. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I'll make sure I do that. Yeah. All right, perfect. Good old buddy of mine. Um, and I'm assuming you help quite a bit on this car. Yep, I sure am. And I'm guessing you help quite a bit with the pocketbook on this car. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As he, as Is there he such thing as a little bit when it comes to running a late model? No, you kind of kind of dive in head first there, but again, mm-hmm. I'm waiting for Brody to finish college so he can start paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rod can't say he just dabbles in it, you know. Yeah. I'm just dabbling in this for a little we, bit. We could be like Paul, the producer. He's got like nine years of college under his belt, and I don't even know if he got a degree or not. But yeah. <laughs> he, He's just smiling right now. He's got nothing. <laughs> uh, Brody, Trop Grubin, how did you get your start in racing? Well, uh on the weekends, we used to go to Devil's Lake East Bay Campground, and uh, one of my dad's buddies, um, his kid, Evan Larson, raced go-karts, and we hot-lapped it one night. Mm-hmm. It, it, uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun, and so we ended up getting our, well, he got a go-kart for me for my birthday. Oh, cool. And that was, what, in 2010? 
Yep, I think so it was. So we ran go-karts for six years, I believe, and the last years we ran pretty dang well, and we wanted to move up to a little bit something more. And uh, it happened to be uh, Tom Corcoran was selling his late model, so mm-hmm. we ended up purchasing that. That is quite wow, the jump. that is a huge <laughs> going, jump. Going from a go-kart to a lay model. But um, that's cool, though. Oh, yeah, very cool. I mean, it's you all are nothing. And that's, that's so you, you were at Devil's Lake East Bay Campground. Your first win, Devil's Lake Speedway, last year. I missed it. I was so pissed off at myself. Oh, by the way, uh, Katie said I'm I'm free. Yep, you're free today because it's your birthday. It's my birthday, you so can, I don't... Yeah, you can cuss. Yeah, so... Pretty damn proud of you last year. I saw it on Facebook um, and watched it. I think that was must have been my back surgery, and, and I missed the show that you had to win. And how talk about that first win, how emotional it was. Uh, I wish I was there to give you a hug, buddy, because those are the best times. Uh, but talk about that first win last year at Devil's Egg Speedway. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was unbelievable. And it, and it was funny how the night started off because after the heat race, uh, my dad and Randy and my grandpa and the other pit crew, they were cleaning up the car and waxing it. And I was wondering, you know, why are you doing that? And then he said, you guys, you're going to win tonight. And I was thinking to myself, I'm starting 10th. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have the confidence, but I was thinking, you know, my first win mm-hmm. wasn't going to come from that. And, uh, you know, we started 10th and uh, 10 laps into the deal. I think we were only up to eighth. And then a couple of yellows happened and we had a, a good restart and we passed probably three or four cars. And then the yellow came out and all of a sudden I was up to third. And then uh, just uh, <laughs> I was waiting for my moment. I was just trying to get a run on Don, and uh, I had a really good one, and then the yellow came out, and that was a heartbreaker because I thought I was going to get him there. Right. And then uh, green-white checkered came, and then all of a sudden I hear uh, 14 pick your line, 71 go where he doesn't. Well, Dustin got charged for a caution earlier. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. I think there was like 26 cars in that show, and he came from the tail back up to third, and I just got scared right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And there was no way I was letting him pick the top because you've seen what he mm-hmm. can do up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it just happened to be, you know, we got a great restart and we got around him. And luckily there was no more yellows after that. And, and you know, Dustin, I don't think he's going to try to punch you anywhere because uh, he, he'd have to fix your car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and Paul, did you turn me up because of the text we got from Perry? Yeah, I think. Yes. Uh, well, no, I'm can. guessing Perry needs to turn up his hearing aid. No, Perry, put your hearing aid in. Oh, can't hear no. Brody. Oh, can't oh. hear. Well, we're cranked, man. We're cranked now. I mean, we're redlining on I, everything I, here. When you look back at that uh, at that race win at Devil's Lake Speedway, I was watching on Darn TV, and I literally was jumping out of my seat as much as I could after back surgery. My wife was wondering what the hell was going on. When I'm back there, I'll back up. I was like, come on! Come on! <laughs> just, I was just, just screaming. I was so pumped up to have that happen, dude. I mean, well-deserved. You work your tail off. You run with the world of outlaws when they were here. You had a great finish with that. I mean, those things. How's it feel when your career is kind of doing what everything? Everything's kind of clicking right now. How's 2021 feeling for you? And what do you expect out of yourself in the 14 machine? You know, this might, this is probably going to be the most exciting season for me. I mean, there's a lot of anticip- anticipation building up. I felt that the last month in August, we ran extremely well. And uh you know, we're just going to keep on trucking and, you know, and it's starting to feel like all those hard work, all that hard work for the last four years that we've been racing is starting to pay off. Yeah. You guys have pretty understandable neighbors because the, the, 
the car is right <laughs> there in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just know that because I, I drive around. I, I, I just saw the car. And I was like, oh, that's where Brody's at. Oh, cool. And all of a sudden, blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, he must have really good neighbors. <laughs> that are they're really deaf, right? Talk about that, Rod. How's that go over? Oh, that, the neighbors to the side of us are really cool about it there. Um, we have one across the street that doesn't quite agree with the noise and right. called the police on us a couple times, but... We Just do it during a the daytime, and uh, we try to keep it to a minimal as much as we can. You right. Know, nothing after 9 p.m. at night, you know, and mm-hmm. very seldom start up unless we have a problem with the car or the motor itself. So right. We keep it, it shut off. Yeah, when you live in town, it helps to have good neighbors. That is for sure. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, we got a text, uh, another one from Tori, and he wants to know, Brody, uh, you ever think about sprint cars? Uh, do I think about them? I'm sure you think about them. You ever think about driving one? Uh, I mean, I've thought about it. I don't know if I've ever wanted to get in one uh jade hastings every year when it comes this time you know me and him are pretty good buddies he says uh so you want to let me hot lap your late model and you get to drive my sprint car <laughs> oh gosh and uh i mean i don't know i mean i'm fine with him driving the car i don't know if i'd want to drive a sprint car though yeah yeah uh, uh, see i've had chances too I, and and i'm just afraid how uh, the I, hell I'm a, are you gonna fit in a sprint car well that's one thing okay <laughs> um maybe it could fit in Romlings or, or jordan adams or somebody but uh <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm always afraid that it would just be my dumb luck where something would happen. Oh, yeah. It, it might not be any fault of my own. Right. But I, I'm a firm believer in Murphy's Law. They're expensive. Oh, yeah. I mean, and yeah. No, I, I agree with you there. I, that becomes tough. But I think it'd be fun. I mean, just to know that at least you tried it, but he drove yours, you drove his. It's a fair trade. You know, I think that's pretty good. Now, when Hot you lap that, we have practice coming up next week. Yeah, we're going to talk about that too. Okay, sorry. Uh, when you won at Devil's Lake, was did I interview you? Um, I don't believe so. No, it was uh, Darn TV um, was there filling in for me. Okay, Nikki was doing the play by play. Gosh, I know his Corey Hopspring was down there interviewing him, and Corey's a great guy. Just. I, I just like to show a little bit more emotion on a first win, and mm-hmm. I was just going like, God, I'd ask him this, and I would do this. Yeah, because like I probably would have carried him somewhere, or you know, something it, stupid on my part. And, and you know, I've always said this uh, when I was trackside. I've I've got to interview all the best of the best. Right. I mean, you throw in the NASCAR guys and all this stuff too. But my favorite interviews are the guys that have won the very first time, and yeah. I usually don't ever forget those. So that's why I was thinking. Why don't I remember this? Yeah, that's the most memorable ones. You know that. Mm-hmm. The first wins are always memorable ones. And it's great to interview. Like, you talked to Kyle Larson last year. That's great. But how many interviews has he done in his lifetime? Yeah. You know, uh, Casey Kane. I got to talk to him one time. That's great. But, you know, when you get the first-time winners and the guys that are just crapping their pants of what just happened, mm-hmm. who they just mm-hmm. held off. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at that race. You held off a 71. And, uh, I mean, that was pretty emotional just all together and your family was there that everybody was packed i mean and people were screaming and so those those wins become more memorable memorable to me as an announcer because you get to you get to feel it Mm -hmm. you know so that kudos to you man we're always talking about that one win there's more to your career than just that one win obviously but just that one win was like a monkey off your back and now it's now it's go time for brody and uh, we're, I'm excited for 2021 for you. Oh, so. I am too. Now, this will be what your, th- is this going to be your third year? Fifth. Fifth year already. Man. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta, should be, uh, gotta, should have a birthday cake in front of me. <laughs> yeah, she probably should just excuse John. He's getting a little old up there. <laughs> yeah, as John would say, the 80s were rough on him. So you just they gotta, were. Gotta it, give him a break. The 80s is really hard on me. <laughs> 
there. Um, oh, God. I know, and, and we talk about this a lot, Brody. Uh, first-time winners, especially in the late models and, and the outlaw sprint cars, uh, it's, it's so hard to get that first win mm-hmm. in Grand Forks. Most guys seem like they get it out of town. Yep. Um, I would imagine now that your goals have been set a little bit higher for this year. Yes. Uh, one of the goals that I have set for myself is, you know, I want to get one win in Forks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And would you be happy with just one? Would, you, would your career be, okay, I'm good now? Great question. Well, once I get it, I'm probably going to be hungry for more, you know. Well, sure. But, right. <laughs> that first one's a hard one. Yeah, and it, that, Grand, Grand Forks is a tough place. I mean, you know, there's a lot of competitive runners, you know, Strand, Sang, Joey Peterson. Uh, I hear uh, Shane Edgington's going to be down mm-hmm. here now. You got Tommy. You got Tom Corcoran. I mean, you could. Uh, the list there, goes on. Yeah, there's a group oh. of, of a dozen cars. Easy. Yeah. That could win any given night. Well, you go and you watch these other late model races around. And we're very, very fortunate in the area we live in um, because you watch these places like XR Plus and all that other, that other stuff that goes on. Um, they have one top dog. It seems like our two top mm-hmm. dog late model racers. We have seven, eight. You know, we have an up and comer. We have young guys that want to try. Uh, it, this, if you get to watch racing in Grand Forks, it's a dream thing because you get to watch top performers each weekend race. You know, in each class. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Joey Berg, Preston Carr, and the B mods that go down to Arizona and they win. They yep. representing you know the stock car divisions. Always big travelers. Uh, Trey Hess and company. You got D- uh, Daniel um, Aberly down mm-hmm. in, in Finley. Those guys are Peterson big. kid Peters, is coming yeah, up strong. Tucker's good, and now the late models. Joey's cleared to race. And his car looks amazing. Mm-hmm. That home economy, you guys represented. Your car looks amazing for 2021. I'm excited for that. Um, and then the sprint cars, the guys we have there. We're very fortunate to be ra- to who we have in this group of people that we race with on a daily day basis. Talk about that. Talk about you racing with those guys and the relationships you have with them. Yeah, well, as far as Grand Forks goes, you know, what other track can you name in the next miles, you know, 100 miles that races late models and sprint cars? You would actually have to go to, like, Ohio. It's, it's more than a few hundred miles. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's Ohio. Yeah. So I didn't mean to interrupt you there. But good answer. Well, at least you, I didn't know. So mm-hmm. thanks for that. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's a, it's very tough competition each week. I mean, <clears throat> when I first started, the, the, the three really good guys were Strand, Joey, and uh, Sang. Mm-hmm. You know, and each one of those guys, I mean, they were winning almost every week. They were back then, yeah. Yeah. And I remember uh, in 2018, I got my first top five, and I was thinking to myself, you know, I only beat one of those guys. How am I going to beat all of them in the same night? Right, right. It, yeah. it, and, you know, it, it's tough. You got to be on your game. You know, luck's got to be on your mm-hmm. side. Everything has to kind of fall in place. You know, but it seems like when you start to win and you start to be around those top three, four, five consistently, it seems like you get a little bit more luck on your side, though, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, when your car's fast and you're running well, you're, you're, you're putting yourself into the right position to get good luck. So, that you know, that's something that we need to do more often. Um, especially in forks, um, I'm, you know, I'm hovering around the top five, I think usually roughly, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, when I go out of town, I seem to run a little better. Um, so, and, uh, by the way, Tori, yeah, uh, I can't do math. Uh, John can't do math. Tori talking about the years. John can't do math. Well, he can't spell my name, right? No, I got yelled at for that too. You get it. It's no H. No There's H. no H. The H is silent. Um, so we look at years prior 
to this dad let's ask you uh, how has it been watching him progress and and get to that first win last year he's come a long ways from his first year out there you know that's we always talk about that his first year he hit everything out there but the pace car <laughs> no kidding that was so true uh, we were working on sheet metal all week versus trying to make the car pass. <laughs> And uh, we made a deal the second year that Brody's got to fix all the sheet metal. Oh, okay. So that changes driving style right there, and you don't see hardly a dent on the car anymore. Right. But uh, he's picking up um, some great speed here. Like the last couple of years, it's really coming along good. Now, yeah. do, do you, Rod, have a background in dirt track racing? Uh, no. The only thing I've done is I did some uh, dirt bike racing mm-hmm. and some snowmobile racing. Yep, okay. Right. Uh, the name sounded familiar from beforehand. Maybe I ran into you on a snowmobile race somewhere back in the day um i did want to mention this though yeah. chad uh what? when we were talking about the uh indoor racer showcase at home of economy last weekend that was awesome uh your car looked awesome um all the vehicles in there were super yes uh i tell you what no shanelick and the guys at home of economy uh you, you were amazed yep. when you came in this morning and said i couldn't believe how great of a turnout that was the parking lot was packed it, it was and, and and i made the comment to brody that's like well when home of economy does something uh, they do it big yeah and and this was big and now what that really did was just give me an itch like you wouldn't believe to get back on the racetrack i had a really big itch after i left because i was with my little man and we did that real live real quick and then we went to lunch and hung out with together i had a really big itch until it snowed sure that wasn't a rat they have an ointment for that oh they do <laughs> I grabbed that last time from you, Paul. You let me borrow it. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Oh, hold on. There yes. we go. <laughs> I um, no, but now that it snowed, and I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And so now I'm just I'm like, all right, well, back in idle again, because now you see white shit on the ground. Yeah. So yeah. we'll wait and see when that goes by, but then I'll be pretty pumped up after that again. You're really taking uh, advantage of that no cuss jar today, I aren't just want to get the one one in. Just the one in. Yeah, I got to get it out now, because when I... And I, when I start doing the announcing stuff for real, I got to make sure I'm censored yeah. all the time. So yeah. Katie gave me a free pass. This is uh, she did. Yep. This is done. So free pass. Good. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a little break here. Uh, we got Rod and Brody Troft group. And of course, uh, the other half of the Bullring Boys, Chad Hoff in the studio today. I want to talk about Valvoline Instant Oil Change. That is the place to go when you need an oil change fast. Uh, really no wait time. Uh, they'll change your oil while you sit in your vehicle, but maybe you want to go do a little shopping. They're right by Best Buy and Target. You're not going to have much time, though, because they're that fast. They're also going to check your fluids, your wiper blades, your cabin air filter, your head and your taillights, your battery, your tires, all that stuff. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, they can do tranny and coolant flushes, too. You don't need an appointment. It is timely service, not going to slow you down for your day. And you can sit in your vehicle. That's what I do. But when you get in there for that oil change, mention GFBS. They'll give you an additional $7 savings on your oil change. If you can't leave work and you live in Grand Forks, heck, they'll come and get your car, pick it up for you, and take care of it. They're locally owned and operated. They're open seven days a week, and they are very fast. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 3325 South 38th Street, or call them up, 701-780-8462. But uh, make sure you tell them you heard this ad on Grand Forks Best Source. You know, you're talking about snow yeah. and, and, and all of that stuff. We got a test and tune at Detroit or uh, Devil's Lake this yes. Saturday from 5 to dark. And was it you that was telling me it's still a go? It's still a go. Uh, I think Nolan and Heather will get that thing going as much as they can, as long as weather permitting, you know. Uh, what, what really is nice about Devil's Lake is he works his tails off on that, on that track, and uh, you'll for sure see something. So 
hopefully they'll they'll probably post something within today or tomorrow but that should probably be a go i'm assuming they'll get that thing going for sure you uh plan on hitting devil's lake this weekend um i don't think so mm-hmm. we're, we're still waiting on some parts uh our our carburetor still to come in and oh, just okay still some fine tuning to left to do you know uh everybody's been talking all winter long about parts yeah. Um, I, I, I talked to, uh, ran into Jeff Morgan the other day and, uh, we were talking about Nick Minsky. Well, his car sitting in the garage because he sent the shocks away to have the shocks redone. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, so he can't even move his car. <laughs> He's oh, been man. waiting on shocks forever. Well, but have you guys been waiting longer than you normally would for your parts? Yeah. Well, that carburetor that I was just talking about, we ordered that almost two and a half months ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Dustin, uh, I believe he told me it just... He thinks it got shipped just yesterday. So okay. Oh well, that's good news. It's that, good. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty. I mean, Rod and I both work in the industry, and parts right now are are a horrible mess to deal with. It's tough to get on, no matter what brand you're looking yeah. for. It's everybody's in the same boat. Yeah. Aftermarket doesn't matter what kind of part you want. It's it's ridiculously long mm-hmm. to get, and then they want to charge an arm and a leg for shipping. Yeah. You know, yeah. To well, get for it. sure. It, it, it's know. that way with everything. Yeah. Um, we ordered three chairs in November. Right. Haven't got them yet. And we ordered them from two different places. Oh, for the house? Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, one in town, and uh, we ordered two other ones in Fargo, and that was in November. Get out of and here. And we still do not have them. Uh-oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> the stick. <laughs> I love it. Uh, no, I, it, that's, that's crazy, and I'm sick of the excuse of uh, COVID. I'm sick of that excuse. Yeah, I mean, it's getting old. We just gotta, we just gotta, you know, muster through this couple months and, and get shit back. Here we go. Sorry, poop deep. Um, get things back to where they used to be, and uh, that'd be easier for us, customer service wise too, for us because it's hard to explain to customers mm-hmm. that, you know, you say like, there, did they give you a heads up that it was going to take till they had an idea? They okay. figured it'd be up to four months. It's long so, past four months. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but that's the hard part, and then I hope. Minsky get his, gets, his, gets his stuff together, and mm-hmm. that way he can race. I hope that carburetor does ship like it says it's going to, because you guys are, it's, all, it's go time. You know, yeah, it's, it's down to go time. It's really close, and nobody likes getting everything the night before. I mean, that's, you've been working all, you're working your tails off all winter to wait for the night before before a part shows up. That's just not going to be cool. But I know you guys will get your stuff together, and we'll be ready to race here at Grand, Grand Forks for sure. You know, uh, we mentioned the test and tune in Devil's Lake again this Saturday from yep. 5 p.m. until dark. So uh, if anybody out there is watching the show, you want to go get some uh, lap time in, some seat time, you can do that. Yeah. Now, River City Speedway, I can't. Did, did we have a test and tune last year? I thought maybe we got one in we last did. year. Yeah, we did. But it's kind of a rare thing. Uh, and normally, on a, on a normal winter, we usually don't get the first couple of races in. I think this winter... Was way a lot nice. easier on us. Yeah, and way nicer. So there's a test in tune at River City Speedway Thursday night. That's the 29th. Yep. Do you hit these test in tunes if you can, and how important are they? We usually try to get to one a year. Um, you know, Grand Forks, we were there last year. And, uh, you know, and for Grand Forks, it's probably weather permitting if they're able to get them off or not, because sometimes mm-hmm. we still have snow in the middle right. of May. Right, you know? right. Yeah, well, yeah. like now. And, and I was out at the track last week. Uh, there was absolutely no snow anywhere. How's the grandsons coming along? Because they're doing the new ones. They're yeah, they're not haven't done anything yet, and they don't know. I talked to uh, Tommy this morning. He didn't know if they'd get that West End done in time or not for the start. But uh, I know they want to start redoing the West End. Okay, because if you look at the planks going yep. on that thing, they are. 
you could if you're heavy like me you could oh, jump you were, on the you one were end. Say and, me. And, and you were going to get him me. bouncing on the other end of that bleacher, but um, <laughs> you saw him pause there for a second. He was like, if you're heavy, like you're not. It's meek. your birthday, man. I'm yeah, going to go easy on you. <laughs> you know what? I know yeah, it. Times uh, are tough enough the way it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> when you, Brody, let's let's ask you one more here. Uh, just another one. When you look at your your career as a race car driver, five years into it, who do you talk to most for insight, um, ideas? You know, best lines. What do you do? after the races are done well uh my mom uh videos me every night and uh you know i watch that heavily she's watching now by the way i believe yeah i can't believe she didn't come with you i figured she'd have a seat here in the audience yeah you can see what look the big audience where are they oh no there isn't one okay Uh, anyway (laughs) (laughs) recorded in front of a live studio audience there's no no bloopers here they're live yeah uh go ahead buddy sorry yeah so uh you know i watch those videos i mean Right after the races get done, I watch it a couple of times, and then I socialize after that. But, um, you know, throughout the week, you know, when it's race season, um, we'll be working on the garage, and once we're done, you know, we'll throw that on, and me and my dad and my mom and grandpa, my grandpa Jerry, we'll, we'll all watch it, and, you know, they'll have things to say about it or whatever. And uh, as far as insight goes, you know, the one guy who's been a big help to me, you know, this last year was Dustin Strand. Mm-hmm. He, he's, uh, he's taught me a lot, and I'm just ready to learn more. And it, it, I don't know how Dustin Strand finds time to do anything. Uh, he's a busy dude, but I want to know this. Are you your worst critic? Is it your dad? Is it your mom? Or all kind of a team? <laughs> he starts laughing over there. <laughs> you know, I'm probably the hardest on myself. Mm-hmm. And then um, sometimes when my dad says things, I take it too far because I'm already hard on myself. But, uh, I mean, you know, it's all helpful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and... Uh, it's just, you know, everything that somebody else can say, you know, might help you out. So you just got to try and listen to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rod, true. you ever put the screws to him at the end of a night and say, come on, man, what, 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 you sat on your, <clears throat> you know what there, what happened? We're both very uh, competitive when it comes to this part here. So, mm-hmm. and we don't like to lose and, and, uh, we're hoping it's going to ramp up our game a little bit here too, but we are very competitive and we talk about it. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it gets a little heated. And mm-hmm. Sometimes it's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of makes a full circle. Sure, sure. But I think at uh, yeah, points you got it. You got to get that way. Unfortunately, just because you guys are both competitive, they always say when those your your two personalities meet, it's just butting heads all the time. And at least you guys talk it out and stuff. You even see the big, the bigger. Yeah, you know, you watch that NASCAR radioactive stuff. They're yelling at each other oh, the yeah. whole damn time. <laughs> And so, I mean, that, I think that builds camaraderie. I think that it just gives everybody the sense that, okay, we're all here for the same purpose. We're all, you know, we're not here just for this. is not a hobby for us. This is, we want to be successful. And I think that proves that. You know, when you talk about or mention camaraderie, um, what was it like for you when you first jumped into a late model? How were you treated by the other race car drivers? Did they help you out? Were they full of advice? Were they just totally ignoring you? Or walk us through that, especially that first season. You know, the, the late model community is is pretty great. And, uh, you know, and a lot of people would give us advice, but uh, I don't think it helped very much because I didn't know how to drive the race car. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. It, it's, uh, yeah. it, it wasn't like a go-kart. And <laughs> uh, you're, you got about 580 more horsepower than a go-kart. So. Right, right. Um, you know, and it was a big learning curve and a big learning process in it. And it took me a long time to get really adjusted to how, how you're supposed to race these things. Did you pick a lot of brains early in your career? Did you did you go ask other drivers for advice? Oh, yeah, I didn't. And, uh, 
you know, Tom for our first year, he was, he was our, our biggest help. Um, you know, he kind of got us into the sport and, uh, he kind of kept us in check and, you know, it just, um, it kind of evolved after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of more texts besides all the happy birthday texts going out to, uh, the other half of the Bullring boys here, Chad. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Jade Hate or Travis Strandell, happy birthday, Chad, and a big hello to Brody and Rod. Dan Dowling, glad to see Rod and Brody on. When I started racing in Forks, they're some of the nicest people I've met and very respectful. Enjoy racing against Brody. Uh, Josh Johnson says the NLRA group is like family. Uh, I believe your mom just texted, says uh, we have a great crew and we spend a lot of time together. Jeremy Kamami and Serena are like family to us, and uh, I run into him all the time uh, at a lot of places. But when you talk about the family, it's basically your family that helps you. Who helps you on your hot rod? Well, uh, me, my dad, uh, and uh, Grandpa Jerry. You know, we're in the night. Or we're in the garage. You know, almost every other night, um, working on the car. And then uh, Jeremy Kwame, he was a, a huge, huge help to our, you know, our uh, program. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, he's had a lot of experience with racing and he's had a lot of experience with late models and he really got us going in the right direction. And, uh, uh, yeah, Serena Kwame, his daughter, she, mm-hmm. she's always around in a good time. And my mom, she videos, um, Randy Baki and Tracy Barclay, um, you know, some of our biggest fans, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of people that go into this. You know, your mom is, uh, <clears throat> really into this too. Uh, I still remember the first time I met her. Uh, I think it was during intermission, and I happened to be coming out of the bathroom, and, and, and she stopped me and was just so thankful that I pronounced your name right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm from Thief River Falls. It's, that was an easy name to pronounce. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it, this whole family thing, and, and, you know, when you get done at the end of the night, and, and we bring this up a lot on Dirty yeah. Thursdays, how fun it is when the when the racing night is done. It's time to relax. It's time to crack open a cold one and visit with the fans and the other race car drivers. It, it's it's a blast down in the pits when the races are all done. Yeah, no, that that's some of the you know the best memories we've had working you know with this race car deal is uh, you know after the races are done and especially if it's a good night you know having a beer or just you know talking to family talking to other drivers you know your neighbors. You know, it, it really makes for a, a fun night. How cool is it when uh, the fans get to come down in the pits? Well, let's just speak like last Saturday. How cool was it to have all those kids around your car just looking at just in awe? Uh, my son, he's eight. He was afraid to go up to your car at first. Uh, Joey finally got to go into his. Um, but uh, he just, it's, those kids are just like awestruck when they see these cars. How cool was it to see all those kids and talk about your interaction with those fans on Saturday? Yeah, you know, it's a, it's very cool, you know, having them around and, you know, putting a smile on their faces, right. you know, and making their day. That's that's awesome, you know, and oh, you can't not like that. I mean, they come to the races and they're just so amazed of what, at what everything is going on. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just it's just a really cool deal. deal. You Did, know, or, or, well, sorry, John, but when you think about we've we've talked to some racers, too, that, hey, you know, well, Jade Hastings is one of them that we gave away a shirt and he's like. Gotta had that shirt when I was or whatever age mm-hmm. he was. He's like, so how do you think just doing these interactions with these kids? If they get into racing, they're gonna remember. Hey, this guy here, let me sit in his seat. I mean, how cool is that to think of, though? You know, uh, I never really thought about that, but yeah, that, that's pretty awesome. You know, you think you think that's you, you give you get you just gave that kid the itch. 
his parents are probably going to hate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you just gave that kid the itch of, you know, and I think that's, that's a memorable thing when you can look and you're going to be racing for a long time. And then if that kid gets up in that age where he's going to want to race and be like, come over and shake your hand, like, thanks for letting me sit in your seat, man. I, I appreciate that. Just think of that. When, when, especially if you have a bad night um, and you guys are down the pits and, and fans still come up there, think about that interaction too uh, because it means a lot to those kids. Um, to do that. So what you did on Saturday was amazing. I was watching lift kids up, put them in there, smile, take pictures of do so. Mm -hmm. I mean, so just remember, always be that uh, because kids are, they're amazing and they're sponges and they'll, they are, and they will remember that forever. So just yeah. oh, kudos to you on Saturday. I really, I just loved watching you do that. So uh, you ready to pull out that list? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Bring out the list. We, we asked you who helps you on you the car. Stop, now stop who helps you with the money on the car? Here because uh, it, 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 it's not a cheap thing. Fans, this isn't an intermission. This is a true thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, go, go ahead, buddy. Um, uh, Dustin Strand at SRT Specialties, uh, Gateway Auto Tech, Kaz Brothers Construction, Apple Grand Construction, Shane's Landscaping, Anders, Anderson Steel Erection and Crane Service, North Valley Vending Company, Racechaser.net, The Bund Lounge, Custom Stripes, Hausman Motorsports and Farming, Advanced Business Methods, Bruce Hart Fabrication and Repair, Main Hair Care, Forks Radiator, Throttle Addiction Motorcycles, Byron Farms, Lundquist Custom, k &E Construction, Premier Equipment, AJ Sandblasting, Fritzy, Auto Value, Northern Air, Energy Release, and Shocks by Hammer. Now we know why he doesn't drive a sprint car. He wouldn't be able to fit all those sponsors on there. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was, I tried. Were you going to indulge? Oh my gosh. I thought I was going to go on for a longer time. I was ready to take a bite. You got the little Oreo off the top, I see. Well, that was good part. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. All right. Anyway. Um, your best night in a young career. I'm guessing Devil's Lake. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, Devil's Lake was good. And then uh, that outlaw run in, uh, what it would have been 2019, our, our third year. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, we ended up getting 10th place. That was a that was a killer night. That's that was a huge. lot of fun. Uh, I mean, honestly, the car was perfect. The only thing that you could have done to make us faster is get a different driver. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, I, he's honest. He's honest. But it was his third year, and he finished 10th. I mean, that's pretty solid in my in my eyes. You know, I think that's pretty good. How about John's going to ask you next? But I'm going to kill us thunder here. Your worst night. Oh, uh, my worst night? Oh, there was a lot of them our first year. Too many to tell. Really? <laughs> Do you want your dad to pick one then? Well, actually, yeah. <laughs> Do you have one in your mind? I can't think of one right now. I don't know if there is a bad night. If you're out there having fun. Uh, Good answer. Doing what you love to do. Yeah. And we just do anything for it yeah you know some nights are better than other that's that's about it but we just enjoy being out there being with the family being that's with the so crowd. cool we got great sponsors that help us out if it wasn't for them we would not be doing it um you know tom's been a great help to help us out dustin and brian strand they teach us a lot of things um jeremy's been there the whole time pretty much and got us on the right foot and that is so cool yeah, yeah we might have to get jeremy on the show here one of these days too yeah uh, i think it's pretty cool how he said he answered that you know Mm -hmm. There's no bad night when you're not yep. having fun. Yep. So you, you haven't wadded up any cars yet? Just sheet metal, things like that? Well, he don't do that no more either. Just because he has to fix it now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's changed things. <laughs> That's changed things. Well, uh, I guess if I do think about one of the worst nights was Destin Tune last year, we blew our, our motor. Oh, boy. So does that make you weary about testing Tunes then or not? No, because, you know, I'm glad that it happened there than the first night there of the week. There you go. 
you know, yeah, sure. Because testing tune isn't points. Uh, your mom says, fun fact, Lori Conzi from the uh, Lori Shirt Shack, uh, she used to do daycare for you when you were a little baby. You ever, oh. you ever pick Greg Conzi's brain? Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, he, he's wrenching on Brad Sang's car. Uh, Conzi knows his stuff. You ever pick his brain? Yeah, we, we talk to each other every once in a while, you know, see each other in the pits or, you know, if we have to go into Gateway Auto or uh, not Gateway Auto, take, uh, you know, his shop on Gateway there. Mm-hmm. Sports. Mm-hmm. Gateway Sports, yep. Um, yeah, no, and he, he's a really good friend and, uh, uh, you know, he knows my dad pretty well as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knows his stuff, even yeah. even at his shop. I went in and talked to him because I was looking at just buying a, go- a golf cart just for mm-hmm. just for driving around the pits and stuff to get around to see you guys faster. And, and he was just BSing about life and everything. It was just so cool to talk to him. And then I was about ready to buy a golf cart. Then we had we're gonna we had some stuff happen at home that we got to change expenses. So that's gonna be off to next I've, year. But I've been kind of looking at one myself too. I mean, just to it's just to get us around quicker. But that's just another great family part of it. You know, mm-hmm. Lori just babysat you when you were a kid. Yeah, there's there's another aspect of this whole racing family thing that it's just huge. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Jeremy answered me, and he said, what I don't say? think so, buddy. Oh. We'd probably need a bigger swear jar if I came on the show. <laughs> uh, Jade Hastings says, Rod going to hop in for hot lap session during one of the testing tunes? Uh, I did try that one time in Ada, and that didn't go so well. Didn't go so no, well. Oh. Uh, it, I, did you park it in one piece? I parked it in one piece, but made a couple laps on there and spun it once. How yeah. bad were your shorts? Well, <laughs> we threw him away afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. yeah. uh, That's you know, just awesome. Gotta give these drivers a lot of credit out there. It's a lot tougher than it looks. Right. You know, they make it look so easy, right? Oh, it's incredible how they make it look. I mean, those are such big cars. Yeah. Yes. You know, and, you know, the front end's way out there, the back end's way over, and Corner Brody, I guess, was against the wall a couple times, but I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was seeing things. I mean, I don't yeah. know. There's all kinds of room in there. Yeah. <laughs> he came out of four at Ada, and you couldn't have put a piece of paper between him and, and the quarter panel. Oh, oh really? Wow. <laughs> wow. And I was just sitting there nervous, and, you know, he's just doing out there. He's going out there every lap doing the same thing, just pulling right yeah. up next to it. And I was like, oh, my, he's going to hit it one of these times. That's right. <laughs> That's when you tell him, Dad, if you mess up the body panels, you fix them. Yeah. <laughs> That's Rod, top side terror. That's Rod Drop Goobin right there. Yeah. Uh, Joshua Johnson says, I'm under the belief that Brody's success in the late models is a direct reason that the late model car count is on an upward trend in Grand Forks, and that's something we'd love to see, an upward trend with the awesome uh, late models. Too, but uh, that's saying some pretty big stuff about you there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know about that, but that's pretty cool. I mean, that's awesome to hear. Well, I mean, you think about it. Now, I, I know you've got a long list of sponsors. Um, I don't know how money-wise you do, but uh, you're fairly new at this. Uh, I know you didn't come in rich into this no, thing. No. And, and that's got that's that's some pretty big stuff coming your way. Um, how do you feel about that? <laughs> you know, that, that, that's pretty cool if, uh, you know, if I happen to influence other drivers to, you know, to get into the sport or to get in the late model division. I mean, that's that's. That's astonishing to hear. Mm-hmm. Well, it just shows the, the traction you've got, you know, how good you've been. You've put five years into this, and now you're, you're, you're top five. You've won Devil's Lake. You know, your, your motivation's there. Your momentum is for sure there for 2021. And it just, that's, everybody's noticing it. That, that's pretty cool. And that's one of the fun things about coming on this show with drivers, too, is you guys get to see more recognition, you know. You know what I mean? You get to see these guys that pop on and, and, and say these kind words that you guys don't hear that often. 
And that that's what's pretty cool about this show together is is we find out a lot more about people. Mm-hmm. Uh, bad jokes, you know, <laughs> a fish a fishbowl story. Wearing um, Crocs that are way too small for we, you. Yeah, or, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we find out a lot about it's just so cool. The show digs in further than that. You know what I mean? It's not just about racing. It's about us as people. Mm-hmm. And sure. uh, and it's just so cool to be part of the family. And so that's what's it was so cool when he uh, when John let me know that we got you coming on. And I was like, oh, it's awesome. Yeah. You know. I don't get to talk to you that often down there. I didn't get to talk to you on Saturday. I tried to, but you were so busy with kids. I didn't want to bug that. Um, but now to have you in here and just talk to you, you're a genuine person, and, and you guys put the work in, mm-hmm. and you can tell that. And so can everybody else, too. So kudos to you guys, for sure. Thank you. Uh, uh, Tom Eglin says, super cool number, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is a great number. Yeah, yeah. Tommy has to show you there. So, so tell us the story, if I get this right. Uh, I believe you were in uh, Stephen Blake Anderson's trailer one night. It must be at the track. And uh, did your trailer catch on fire or something? <laughs> <laughs> See what I just hear about these stories we hear? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that, would you please? Okay. So that was that was your mom that said that too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what year was that? Was that seventeen or eighteen? That was our first year. So um, seventeen on the back of the trailer, um, you know, right where the the gate comes down mm-hmm. or the door, uh, we installed these high powered lights. Oh yeah. So okay. uh, halogen. Uh, yes. Oh yeah. Ooh, so after the night one and Alex, we uh, we loaded up the car. And just shut the door, and we we're gonna keep it in there, and then unload it the next day. Well, uh, guess who was the kid that loaded up the car? And uh, I left the lights on and closed the door. Oh <laughs> man! And, and the lights were, you know, just a couple of inches away from the door, and it and it started to burn up. And there's, you can still see the stains on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a memory right there. And then, so all of us, we were just over at the next trailer, over at Steve's, and some. Luckily, somebody saw the smoke because you know the. You know, the trailer was starting to heat up. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to ask you this. When you were at Steve's, were you having pizza or Jimmy John's? <laughs> <laughs> they always have that. Yeah. I just I make sure I swing by his trailer every night when I go down to the pits because he's always got good food got over good there. Food there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. that's a memory that you're never going to forget right there. And you're yeah. always going to remember to shut stuff off. And that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Let see? me tell you a little story about these halogen lights. Uh, we've got them here. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, Tell me about it right in my face. Yeah, and, and Paul, the producer, was uh, going to change one of the lights, oh, one of the bulbs, no. and these bulbs are super spendy. Sure. And so he did it the right way, you know, because you don't want your oil from your fingers on them or anything because it, it makes them. So he had it wrapped. He was holding on to it with the foam. And when he put the light in, well, we didn't realize the light was turned on. Oh. So as soon as he got it in, it heated up. So quick, it melted the foam right onto the light bulb, and there's a junk light bulb. There's a junk light bulb. Yep, and there's more money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, LEDs, uh, it's the way to go now. Yeah. It's too bad you still have those. Um, I, I ask everybody this, Brody. Is, is there anybody, and you don't have to mention names if you don't want to, is there anybody that you will not park next to? Anybody you've had a beef with, anybody that's had a beef with you, uh, you know, I don't really see that as a problem. We'll mm-hmm. park next to anyone. You know, we obviously try to stay in the late model area. You know, sure, that's sure. where it is. And that, like I said earlier, that late model community, and, you know, there's a lot of great people in it. Mm-hmm. And and you're probably one of the only ones that's answered it that way. Yeah. Because almost like, everybody else, I'll say, is there silence. anybody you won't park next to? And they all go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I won't say names, but yep. <laughs> and there's people that probably won't park next to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
When you were going through your earlier years, uh, did you have ever anybody at the end of a race pull you aside and say, hey, look, you need to work on this, you need to work on that, in a constructive criticism type way? Um, yeah, you could say that. Besides me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Besides dear old dad? Yeah. You know, there, there's been a couple of times, you know, where I got into it with another driver on the track, and then uh, they weren't too happy with me. Yeah. You know, and you learn from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Were they bigger than you? Uh, probably, yeah. Could you kick their ass? <laughs> I'm not much of a fighter, no. <laughs> okay. He's, we're huggers. We just want to instigate a little bit yeah, here once yeah, in a while, <laughs> you know? John likes controversy, yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, are, are points a big thing for you? Uh, yeah. Have you ever really ran for points, or do you plan on? We, uh, well, we run Grand Forks every week, and then we run that LRA Tour, and, uh, you know, we try to do the best we can every night, and mm-hmm. then, you know, you look, at it, you look at it over half, like, after halfway through the season, or yeah. if it's getting close. You know, like, in uh, August, you know, we were running really good out of town in that LRA, mm-hmm. and uh, before this Ada Grand Forks uh, Jamestown swing, I believe, I think we were only... You know, just like 15 points back from Dustin from the lead. And I, and I oh, yeah. can't believe it. And uh, for the first time in my career, we rallied off, I think, like six straight top fives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things were really clicking. And then, uh, you know, we got fifth and Ada. And then the next night, then we got DNF and Grand Forks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It can all come and go real quick, can it? Yeah. Uh, do you plan on, do you ever go anywhere out like West or anything in the winter? And if you not, if you haven't, do you ever think about doing something like that? Going out west as far as well, whatever, just to race in the winter, go, you know, go Arizona. hit somebody's Arizona oh, okay. or, or anywhere like that. You ever think about doing that? Oh, you know, I, I'd love to, but uh, you know, it, it would take a, a lot of money to do that, and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the things that are going on down there, like for example, at Arizona, mm-hmm. um, they're running you know, super late models with sure. the open motors, and yep. you know, we only got the Wissota specs. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and we might be able to hang in pretty good, you know, at Grand Forks because it's a short track. But when yep. you get to some of those bigger tracks with the longer straightaways, then you're going to really start to fall behind. Mm-hmm. Do you have a big disadvantage uh, against the world of outlaws? I mean, you've ran good with these guys, but is it a big disadvantage for what most of the guys around here have compared to them? I mean, it depends on what track you're racing on. You know, if you go to a half mile, you're probably not. Right. You're going to be suffering. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you race at a track like Grand Forks or even West Fargo, you know, um, I thought we ran pretty dang well right. just for having, you know, being down 300 horsepower to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, your plans for this year, what's your schedule like? Have you got it kind of figured it or figured out how many races you want to hit this year? Well, yeah, we're going to be running the NLRA, which I believe they got 21. Is that him? He's got, his phone's ringing. <laughs> He's shaking his head. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> take care of, take care of, silenced it. Um, I believe so. That LRA, I think, has 20 or 21 shows this season. So we, we're going to be running all of them. And then we'll be in Forks Weekly. And then um, we might hit a show before the start in Grand Forks. And then uh, we were talking about, you know, after, you know, the John Sites Memorial and after the Jamestown Sapede, that we might go out into uh, Minnesota and hit some of those bigger shows mm-hmm. that are going to be happening out, out the, yeah. over there. Mm-hmm. Um, how fun is the John Sites Memorial for you? I mean, I know it's three busy days, but. Uh, it, it's such a great event. Yeah. You know, and I've been lucky enough to make it the last three years pretty mm-hmm. good. We didn't even have to run a B-Main. So, I mean, I'm blessed for that. But, uh, 
you know, the, the three nights of racing is, it's a lot and it's, uh, there's a lot of competition. I mean, the top cars in Wissota are at the John Sites Memorial. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yes. And it's, uh, it's actually pretty dang cool to see how many, uh, River City's guys make it into the show mm-hmm. with all, you know, the best cars in the mm-hmm. region. Yep. Um, I, I like the sites. I love I it. Hard on the voice. Because uh, I always throw in two days of go-kart racing in there, too. and That's uh, a busy weekend all around. That is a busy weekend. Uh, thanks for the text, Rob and Anderson, by the way. Uh, we love the Trop Grubins. Great family. Love chatting with your mom, Carrie Ann Trop Grubin, after the races. Always exciting to hear what she has to say. It's nice when you get people texting things like this. At least they're not saying, you know, hey, man, he's kind of a dickhead. You know, yeah, I mean, right. it, it, it's, it's nice to be thought of that way. Wow, you should have a swear jar today. No, I'm, I'm on this free thing too aren't oh, i oh is that is he good yeah he's good okay we're good yeah it's just just because it's your birthday <laughs> what it's i mean that's a valid question it, i mean there we go again with another nice nice text in that was pretty cool mm-hmm. when uh when you saw everything going down on bristol on the dirt did you watch any of that with the late models how was your feelings on that and what was your feelings on not being there you know i, I think we watched it almost every day that they were down there and it and it's pretty cool that they're taking like an international track like Bristol and, you know, and putting it on dirt and you see some of the top runners, you know, like Jonathan Davenport, Brandon yep. Shepard, you see all those guys run down there. And then you see a guy like Kyle Bush and Kyle Larson, you know, some NASCAR <laughs> yeah. guys, they hop in the late model and you, and you see how well they run, you know, and it, that's a, that's a pretty cool deal that they're doing. I think it was pretty funny uh, because Kyle Larson, or not Kyle Larson, but Kyle Bush is kind of a big crybaby. Oh yeah. He's a crybaby. And he was one NASCAR race. He was complaining that, you know, these, these late model drivers come in here and he, cause he one beat him. And then in the standings, and then he gets into a late model and he can't keep up. Yeah. I mean, so it just a lot shows of traffic. a lot of traffic. He, I mean, it's not. Well, that. he is the greatest race car driver ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just but, ask him. Dale yeah. Earnhardt. Yeah, Dale Earnhardt's just churning in his grave yeah. going, yeah, no, you I mean, ain't, boy. It, it's pretty cool to see to see those guys down there and do that and just experience it. It shows a lot more. They should have a lot more respect for you guys in those cars. That's for sure. Because you, they can't, you can't call into your pit crew. And tell them to change something on a dime. You got to live with that for the whole race. What you got is what you got. I mean, how does that feel? And when you do your setups before you get in, what's your mindset when you're in the car? You're like, should I change my gear? Should I do this? Should I have done this? What do you do? <laughs> well, uh, do you second guess yourself? Um, I mean, you know, Jeremy and my dad and Dustin, you know, they, you know, I'll give them my feedback. Like, for example, if we go to a track and I get done with the heat race, I'll give mm-hmm. them my feedback. And they'll kind of talk with amongst with each other and, you know, kind of, you know, get, get a game plan of what they want for the future. But a lot of the times they won't tell me what they're doing because they think it gets in my head and I'm mm-hmm. going to drive the car different. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, see, that's smart on his part. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a driver, uh, especially when you first got uh, rolling with this late model thing uh, that you try to emulate or you that you try to copy or that you have just been a fan of your entire life? You know, uh, one of the guys that I watched, you know, before we got into the late model racing was, uh, you know, Brad Singh. Mm-hmm. I, I loved the way he drove. And, uh, you know, it, it, he treats a lot of guys out there with a lot of respect on the track. And then uh, my last year of go-karting, before I went out into the late models, we went to the track every Friday. And that was the year I think Dustin won the national title and he was mm-hmm. just ripping the top side every night. And, you know, and that was just amazing. Are you comfortable with being up there on the cushion? Uh, yeah, I, I think I am. I mean, it, it kind of has to be a right for me. Mm-hmm. You know, when the track gets a little slower, I don't like to go up there, but when it's, you know, if there's a big size lip up there or if there's a lot of moisture, I, I love going up there. 
Sounds like he's been doing this forever, doesn't he? Yeah, it's only five years in. He sounds like a veteran already. Yeah. Um, hey, read that one there. You got another one there from Tom Corcoran. That's another great one. Okay, Tommy says, uh, I've been fortunate to gain some great friends over the years through selling cars. The Trop Rubens are a great example of that. Yeah. Tommy Corcoran car. Oh, and uh, Robin says, oh, and uh, yeah, happy birthday, Chad. <laughs> You should have had so. one of your wigs on for this special occasion. Everybody thinks those are my wigs <laughs> every time. <laughs> hey, we, we, by the way, still have your Dude. wigs back there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I don't want to piss anybody off, but have you got a favorite racetrack? Um, you know, I really like uh, Devil's Lake and uh, Minot and Grand Forks. Those are my top three. Mm-hmm. And wow. uh, all three really different. Yeah. All yeah. three really different tracks, too. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. If I had to pick a favorite, it would probably be Devil's Lake. Okay. Um, well, yeah, you won there. That makes a big <laughs> yeah, difference. That will usually move you up a notch or two. Even my uh, rookie year when, you know, I think we only got like one or two top tens the whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we ran a lot better at Devil's Lake. It, uh, it always seemed to fit my driving style. Um, you know, when we first track tested, I think we put about 200 laps on that day before we even got into an actual race. Wow. So, oh, wow. That's a lot of laps. You must I thought have been the really enjoying long. Yeah, I know. You must have been really enjoying that then. <laughs> yeah. Just how the car was handling. Everything must have been clicking. You're like, I don't want to get out of this thing right now. Yeah, well, that was the thing, too. And I was just trying to get a feel for the car and get comfortable in it. And, uh, you know, these, it, it, it wasn't very comfortable when I was out there testing. I mean, mm-hmm. when you came from a go-kart to that and how you have to drive these cars sideways, but at the same time, you have to drive them straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was just... Turn was, right to turn left. It, it was very difficult to get used to. How, how is your nerves, Dad, in the pits watching him go? I think I do fairly well sometimes. Um, sometimes. Track, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, once it gets going, it's it, everything's gone, and it's it's full throttle the whole time. But there you it, go. You know, getting going, it's it's a little tough and a little nervous, but now it's not so bad at all. Well, and we go. always talked about you know Brody. He runs so good at Devil's Lake that that's gonna be his first place he gets a win. And sure enough, that's where it was. That's, so that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. That was cool. We had a lot of family there. And I'm still pissed though. <laughs> yeah, I mean the place just went crazy when he won. He, there. It it's, did. It, it sounded like uh, Dale Jr. went in at Daytona. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that and, was and, awesome. And now you are so close. Uh, you're going to get that first win at River City Speedway. You know it's coming. How cool is that going to be? Oh, it's it's going to be awesome. You know, being born and raised here in Grand Forks to get that first win here, that's going to be something incredible. When it comes, uh, Chad and I will be down in your pits yes. afterwards yes. Uh, for sure because we I'm know gonna it's going to be a nice little celebration. I'm going to do the Steve Austin thing. I clack two beers together and just strip all your face. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to be all in for that. Are you going to do that? Oh, 100%. I'm going to waste beer on him for that one. That's a good one. <laughs> you going to waste beer? Well, yeah. You can get underneath there and put your mouth open. I'll just keep on. Yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited. Like I said, when we first started this today, I'm pumped up for you, dude. I think... This season's going to be the pinnacle. I think you have awesome momentum on your side, and uh, it's going to be a great season. And we're going to have a full season this year, which is even better. Mm-hmm. An aggressive schedule, and uh, we have a lot of good talent going to come in again. So kudos. You're genuine person. I love this interview. You guys were awesome. Um, and just keep being yourself, dude. What you did with those kids, I just I commend you again because that was – I noticed it, and I'm pretty sure everybody else noticed it too. So good job, buddy. Uh, real quick, I just want to give a special thanks to, you know, my mom and my dad and my grandpa Jerry, Serena Kwame, Jeremy Kwame, uh, Evan Larson, uh, my uncle Dean, uh, Randy and Tracy, uh, Tony, 
uh, Dustin Strand, uh, my uncle Chuck, and you know, and uh, you know, for the rest of my family for supporting me for the last four years. You know, it's been it's been a really fun time. I, awesome. I do want to ask you this: uh, being a race car driver, being a young buck like you are, uh, you got a girlfriend? No. Racing your car is that your girlfriend? <laughs> it takes up a lot of that time. Yeah. <laughs> Did you name your car? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, no. I'm, I'm just wondering. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if See, you go up and tell, hey, sweetie. Yeah, what, what's going to be a good night tonight? <laughs> what, what you do is, is when you meet that first girl, you yeah. say, you know what? I named my race car after you. That'll get them. <laughs> that will get them. No, well, maybe not. You think? No. Yeah. <laughs> Depends yeah. on if you win or not. I need my race car after you, honey. It smells like fuel all the time. <laughs> <laughs> smells like, because it's better than it smells like burnt rubber. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. oh, Lord. Yeah, I think we're getting into this a little bit too deep. Yeah, it's, we're good now. Rod's getting back to work. Yeah, he yeah. has to go back to work. Uh, we have a couple his, of cold ones to drink. And his mom... His mom took PTO time to watch the show today, so... <laughs> yeah, it's too bad I she mean, couldn't come into the yeah. studio. It would have been fun. It would have been fun. And uh, next time we have you back on, uh, we want you to uh, bring Kwame with you. And, and you just put the screws to it. Just turn it hard and tell him he's got to come with, okay? Don't give him that option. Because yeah. I, I know he likes to drink beer, too. <laughs> I know that for a fact. Yeah. You guys, thank you. Awesome. Thank so you much. For us. It's been uh, a blast. So much uh, fun. One more thing. I just want oh, to thank uh, the he's fans. Interrupting that, us again. He's got like a book over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I just wanted a, He's got another page. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, uh, I just wanted to thank, you know, the fans that come out there every Friday night or, you know, Devil's Lake, wherever they come, you know, we're glad that you come and participate and watch us, you know, and you guys are the reason why, you know, we're able to race. So mm-hmm. thank you. You know, the best part about this whole thing, uh, you, what you said right there, the best part about this is someday at, in Grand Forks, you're going to come down there. You're going to say that to me on my microphone in the River City Speedway, right on Carter Come Victory Lane. It's going to happen, buddy. It's going to happen. It will. It will. Yep. And uh, also, on uh, one last note, it, it's yeah. all about putting on a show, and it's That's you it. guys that put on the show. Uh, it, it, I remember Brad Sang told me this one night. Uh, he said, you know what? It, it, think about it as like a circus. This has got to be a show. It's got to roll. It's got to go yep. fast, and it's got to be very entertaining for all those people in the stands. And you, my friend, are the guys that do that. Good job. Thank nice. you so much, guys. Thank you. Man, this was fun. I had a blast. Yeah. Great time. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for coming in. All right. Rod and Brody Trofgruben, be watching for them at your favorite racetrack coming up here. Don't forget Tested Tune and uh, Devil's Lake coming up this Saturday from 5 till dark. Tested Tune at River City Speedway, Thursday the 29th. I'm going to be at the one. Uh, I'm going to be out of town this weekend. I'd love to go down to Devil's Lake. But uh, special thanks going out to Rumor Sports Bar and Casino. One of our favorite places to be here. Love the atmosphere. Love the wall-to-wall TVs. Love the NHL package. They got a game room. They've got express lunches for six bucks. Big Kentucky Derby party coming up on May 1st. And Rumors is having a poker tournament. Now, this is uh, all part of the 701 Poker Tour. Friday, April 23rd, Saturday the 24th, Sunday the 25th. The 701 Poker Tour. Stop in to find out more. It could make yourself a little bit of money. Go on in there for lunch and dinner, too. They always have great specials. And it's home of the world-famous Beer Tower. Thank you to BT, Jake, Scott, all the guys at Ruber Sports Bar and Casino. Hey, make sure uh, you check us out on Amazon Music. You got one of those smart thingies? Just tell your smart thingy to play GFBS Podcast. It'll do it. Tomorrow, Berkshire Hathaway, 
bi-weekly podcast is coming up Monday. We talk with University of Minnesota Crookston baseball coach Steve Gust. We got a great whole week lined up for you. Hey, make sure you like, share, tag, and follow us. That's what you do. You know, Grant Forks is a great place. Grant Forks' best source is giving it an identity again.